Welcome to the Boys in the Woods podcast. My name is Patrick. I'm your host. Today on episode 13, we'll be interviewing Nate from BackyardRule.com, owner and setup man for this wonderful wiffle ball tournament series that he's been setting up down in Central Florida, Northern Florida. Uh, everybody go check it out. The links will be included in podcast at the bottom. All right, let's get it going. All right, welcome yep. everybody to the Boys in the Woods podcast. Today we've got Nate from Backyard Rule. You got well, Charles, my co-host. So I guess right off the bat, get right into it. Um, how'd you get into it? How'd this so, all start? Yeah, so uh, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Growing up, like a lot of kids who played baseball, we had a backyard wiffle ball field. Um, I came home one day. I don't know how old I was. I was probably eight, ten years old. And my dad had spray painted out some lines for us just to play. And from there, it quickly escalated into me and my friends digging up the base paths with shovels and us turning it into <laughs> this backyard, like, mecca for a wiffle ball field where 10 kids from the neighborhood would be over almost every summer night. And we, we had lights hanging in the trees and everything. We would play until midnight sometime. Um, and from there, I guess I got the idea to maybe one day make a business out of it. And as a kid, you're thinking like, oh, I know how I'm going to do this. I'm just going to build a huge wiffle ball stadium and sell it out every night. And become if like you build it, they will come. Yeah, yeah. If you build it, they will come, yeah. And then you get into the real world and you kind of know what the value of money is and what is realistic. And it instead of building a giant stadium, uh, I invested a little bit of money in what's more of a mobile setup where I – um, have these fences, turf mats, bases, and pretty much on any grass field, I can uh, I can set up four wiffle ball fields, which nice. is capable of uh, entertaining ten to a hundred participants in a two to three hour time frame. Wow, so that's so host, cool. We've been hired to do a bunch of birthday parties. I do a lot of fundraisers. I do summer camps, corporate events. Um, we promote and host our own adult tournaments. Mostly in Florida. I've been to yeah. Georgia uh, for a couple of events, but most of our events have been in Florida. Uh, yeah. And we started in 2015, so coming up on 10 years. Wow. Oh, that's so – congratulations. That's so cool. And to be honest with you, you're – I think y'all are up there because videos of your sport has been making waves on TikTok and oh, social yeah. media. It's crazy, man. It was totally surreal because I got so little, like, social media. Uh, I had such a little presence up until maybe a year or two ago when I got on TikTok. Thousands of hours of sorting through yeah. GoPro footage from past events <laughs> and throwing together videos that I thought were really cool and then posting them on Facebook and Instagram to get, like, three likes and, like, 50 <laughs> views. Yeah. And then the first video I posted on TikTok got 1.5 million views and overnight had like 20,000 followers. Nice. Oh my God, cool. really? Yeah. So since then, so cool. um, I have had a little bit more um, presence, I guess, and having a little bit of an audience. TikTok is, is good for selling products. Um, yeah. It is not so good for promoting upcoming events which is what I really, I mean, I do have uh, strike zone, 
like the square thing you see yeah, guys. I was looking at it. Yeah, it was kind of cool. The ball wow. through. So that's the product that we're able to sell. Um, but most of what I do is hosting events. And I do get hired to host events by individuals who have a group of people already. But a lot of what I do is promoting and hosting our own events and finding players and getting them to come play and sign up. Uh, that's not the easiest thing. So, um, and, your, and, they, yeah. and all that sign up and all that information can be found on your website at backyardrule.com. Yeah, all that's at backyardrule.com. We got a couple events coming up in St. Augustine. Um, and then, you know, around Florida, our big one coming up is our summer camp. Um, okay. Yeah. And the kids that. look like they have an absolute blast. You guys yeah. look like it, you yeah. know what you're doing. They do. Get that I many mean, kids you, for their attention. I mean, I don't congratulations. Like, pat myself on the back, but I know that I'm good at um, organizing an event and making sure people have fun. It is nice. competitive. No it doubt. Look, yeah, it looks like it's competitive. Um, but what I try to focus on is um, kind of stepping away from this win at all costs, scream your head off if things don't go your way atmosphere yeah. that I think we've all been exposed to um, and trying to create something that's a, I would say a little bit more laid back, but more, more so um, I think what I'm really trying to do is build a culture that's focused around accountability and uh, not blaming others if, if things don't go your way. Right. And, and very growing easier up, said growing than up, done. Well, growing up as kids, being in sports, that's what it taught us. It, you know, if, if, to work hard when things don't go your own way. You, you work hard to become better. And, and I believe that's what you're promoting and from the sounds of it. And, and kudos to you. That's fantastic. It's well it is. It's much easier to do that with kids than full-grown adults. <laughs> They're a little bit more malleable. I'll, I'll have these guys roll up, and I don't know if they're not listening to me or if they just cannot be formed and conform to our ways. But yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. And it's uh, our big thing, like the backyard rule, the literal definition of it is that we are playing without umpires. So I don't make the call on safer out. Uh, it's up to the two teams to settle that. Right. And yeah. the um, the further into a tournament we go, like the closer these guys are to actually winning, uh, the harder that gets. <laughs> but when there's that bang, bang play and both teams want it to go their way, I try not to make the call. I'm not going to say I never have like worked things out because if I see a blatant call that someone's <laughs> trying to argue go their way, I will just make it. But majority of the time I step back and encourage them to work it out themselves and remind everybody that the winner of this, your life isn't really going to improve that much. Uh, <laughs> ESPN, so the Ocho is right around the corner, man. I don't know. I'm telling you. They picked <laughs> yeah. up pickleball and pickleball isn't nearly as exciting as what you've brought to the table. Oh, so. I, I know. It's just so slow. It's so slow. Like, you, you, can, you can blame that on Pat McAfee and Big Cat, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> made that thing That's blow crazy. up. So now, now you started ten about 10 years ago. Who did you, like, 
who was your environment that that pushed you along that 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 seen what you were talking about and seen your passion and and helped you over that step is there somebody specific or was that the mirror either op either answer is fantastic um that's a good question i was working as a high school teacher and my immediate peers weren't really supportive about me quitting my job and trying to start a <laughs> wiffle ball business. I, I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't have a ton of people telling me that's a great idea, yeah. but I, I had enough people that like knew this was what I wanted to do uh, just from hearing me talk about it for so long. And, you know, my mom and dad, of course, have always been supportive of me, but also like realistic, like you have to be able to support yourself financially. And uh, the first couple of years when I was doing it, I was, you know, I, I was getting by, but I wasn't <laughs> making money. I, it's, it's not the easiest thing to convince people to pay you to come play in a tournament that's not offering like a cash payout. It's just yeah. the experience and the yeah. highlights posted to YouTube. And, you know, we have some merchandise that we'll hand out and things like that. But, you also can uh, find that merchandise at backyardrule.com. Click on the radio. Yeah, yeah. There's some shirts and stuff on there. There are. Um, but it was it was mostly me. It, it was something that I knew that I wanted to do, and I was real willing to risk uh, X amount of Everything. dollars to try it out. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And what's so great is that original equipment that I invested in, the turf mats, the fences, that stuff is still – it's lasted like I'm yeah, still yeah. using a lot of that original stuff and it's paid for itself, you know, time and again. So I'm, yeah. I'm like past that big investment hump. I think, I think the uh, big question that I have for myself now is how sustainable is this? Because it is not um, easy on your body lugging this equipment around football fields and setting it up and being outside yeah. in the sun for eight, 10 hours a day breaking it all down, packing it in your truck and then driving hours home. You know, it's it's like it takes me days to recover after a successful event. Yeah, but I have had pretty good weekends where you know, the stars align and I did a good job promoting it. People were available or they came out and you know, make make a little bit of money and and it and it's worth it. Um I can say that when COVID rolled around, COVID wasn't uh, it was a little bit of a speed bump for me. Um, wiffle ball wasn't considered essential, so uh, a lot of park <laughs> departments, a lot of park departments shut down oh, for a year. And so yeah. I, I, around that time, I, I picked up some extra work, um, and now it's it's turned into a little bit of a balance of being able to continue my business while working. Uh, and doing what I can to put myself in a position and rebuild the business to where I can, uh, build it back I can up. step out of the job and go back all, all nice. in on it. And I'm getting there. We've been quiet for the past couple of years. I've dialed back the promoting and hosting of my own events and just focused on hosting events where people are hiring me for fundraisers or private events. Because yeah. the promoting of, of an event, like the event itself last two, three hours, it takes mm -hmm. me roughly, I have a six or eight hour day ahead of me set up and travel included with the event. 
but the amount of hours that I have to put into promoting an event and like effort to get people to come to these things is far greater. That's where like the real labor is. And so trying to decide what kind of event to pursue that's really just like the lowest hanging fruit and what's most worth it to me. um, That's what I'm continuously learning how to, how to come up with like a strategy to schedule out a year understanding what the risks are certain time of the year in Florida with weather or back to school or holidays or seasons, high school travel ball, um, and overcoming those obstacles by strategically planning my, my events in a, in a way. And that's taken, I mean, me at least, maybe there's probably smarter guys out there, but that's taken me every bit of the 10 years to figure all that out. But I mean, where you are now and where you were yesterday is night and day. And it's due to the the effort and the passion that you've put into your project. And it can be seen in your work. It can be seen, I mean, it can be heard hearing you talk. Uh, the website is very well designed. Uh, and the people in all of the videos, that's the thing I can't get enough of, is that the people in all of your videos are having the time of their life. Generally, yeah. there's one or two people rolling around in the background going, this wasn't for me, but it seems that every single, that might be great marketing on your point, but well, yeah, I'm picking the, from the side of it. Stumbling over his own two feet. Yeah, the there's, there's, everyone's not a happy camper and not everyone's a happy camper. But, but it looks like you've camp, got yeah. most of that figured out and it's, it's so cool to see, man. Anybody that does things for children is a hero in my book. And at the bare bottom of all of this, this is spreading joy. And it is so fantastic to see. And I love watching the videos, man. That ball. It's not just wiffle ball. This it is insane. Why should a dude get a strike? I'm like, how did it how did it make zing? it in a hole? How to get it in there? Zag and then oh, win the goddamn hole. That's cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> We're such simple creatures. Like yeah. I never would have thought that that pitch going through the hole would get people so riled up. <laughs> But I think what it is, I think what it is, is people believe they can do better because the majority of the comments and engagement, um, I think we all know is usually negative. Like what are these guys are terrible, you know, like you guys should be on, shouldn't even make JV or something, you know, most of the the comments are just ripping the participants. Um, But it does drive traffic and and engagement and it's, it has put me, um, I guess I wouldn't say I'm like a leader in the industry, but I'm up there. I know that my name is, is fairly well known for this type of event. And I, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely proud of that. And I'm, I'm proud of, um, I'm proud of it when I notice that an event is going well and people who didn't know each other going into this event are, who've only known each other for like an hour and acting like they're buddies with each other. Um, having, having a good time seeing guys who haven't played in a while going back out and relaxing and um, walking that fine line between being competitive and playing to win, but also playing fair and being able to work it out with your opponent. Um, yeah. when, I still when, think that's one of the coolest things. That it's one when of the that's achieved, in your game. it is. It's a beautiful thing. It's such a unique atmosphere um, because – yeah, it it is it is not an easy thing to 
play to win, but also allow yourself to let things go. And, yeah. you know, it's what I've been preaching at all the events. And um, like I said, not everybody has bought into it. I've definitely had a few people, uh, let's just say, that didn't make it onto the GoPro. <laughs> uh, but there's... There's always that. There's the fan in the stand somewhere. The reason why the yeah. sign's on the board, uh, you know, on the wall. I'm probably not gonna post the fist fights that I've broken up. Uh, so um, I, listen, I don't know. There, there's some yeah. news. Be at some link up with some fight.com clubs. <laughs> yeah, Backyard but under, understanding how to like deal with all that is is part of it. And Absolutely. Absolutely. Being the maturity mature myself, the maturity side of it too. And I have learned um, as far as what, what I am preaching, I have to walk the walk also. Mm-hmm. I can't allow myself to get riled up and emotional if somebody isn't playing in a way that I think is right or fair. Right. Figuring out how to address those situations in a way that um, I guess is cordial and respectful to the person that's maybe causing a scene uh, is going to result in a better outcome for myself and the other people around. That's so true. That's so true. Sometimes the loud voice in the room just needs to be known they're heard. And it seems weird to say because it's the loud voice, but yeah, yeah, sometimes just a simple, hey, my friend. What's going on? Yeah, and it, it goes it goes a real. There's never way. any problems when there's one of those. There's problems <laughs> when there's more than one of those because those those two are bound to meet and not like each other. So oh, yeah, recognizing absolutely. those possible situations is something that red flags. Um, yeah, yeah. Seeing the red flag, like if some guy shows up wearing batting gloves. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to have to keep an eye on this guy. Some dude shows up looking like Ken Griffey Jr. to a back. Yeah, you know, like black and the armbands and like cleats. I, I, those are oh, yeah, all this, red flags. The same D1 tryout. <laughs> well, I told yeah. you, I was going to tell you that because I watched a ton of his videos on TikTok. I was before he came on here, like on our way, I had to go to my boss's um, uh, birthday party. I'm watching uh, the AWA uh, wiffle ball championships are going on right now. And they've got this drone that like follows the ball. And it was the craziest thing. Really? Yeah. They mark the ball. They do. They put something in the ball. It might be some kind of Bluetooth thing or something, but it follows the ball. And these dudes are throwing the ball and it's doing this curvy thing. This guy's missing it, swinging it, throwing the bat up in the air. The, the drone is like following everything, and it's like real, like it's like you're sitting right there on the field doing sitting. Really, that was wild. That's pretty neat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those guys' videos. I got a lot of respect for anybody that uh, that hosts these kinds of events and tries to gather people and like have an organized competition. Especially, it's not me. easy. It's no, not no. easy getting people together to come out and play. It's honestly, it's mostly disappointing because a lot of people, I mean, it takes so much effort just to get in, yourself in front of somebody to get their attention and then even more effort for them to respond to you and say, sure, this looks kind of cool. And then another follow up to get them to say, yeah, I'll be there. And then mm-hmm. not even half of the people that say they're going to be there are going to be there. 
So, you know, learning how to like deal and overcome with all of that disappointment and failure and not again, like it's what I preach is not blaming anybody else for your issues is like something that I have to look in the mirror and remind myself of when, you know, there's, there's a failed event here or there, some lost money on advertising or lost hours promoting an event, just carry on and get the next one. It's where we have the ability to learn the most from our failures and, and yeah. using a word in lieu of a better word when I say failure because of the social stigma attached to that word. But yeah. failure to me has been my greatest teacher in my entire life. Yeah, so. no doubt. Yeah. And I mean, on top of, I mean, when you do have a successful event and you get this fairly decent turnout and it's like a beautiful night. And I get to my location, get the fields all set up, no problem, get everybody checked in. And then, like, there's that one guy that just is causing problems <laughs> and is criticizing everything, telling me that I'm doing it wrong. And, you know, learning how not to get my feelings hurt about that guy, um, you know, yeah. took a little bit of time to get that right, too. They don't – obvious. it's – and I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'll show up for some event – that I paid to go to and, you know, maybe not be happy with the way that it's run or think that it could be run better. But there's only like a handful of people that understand all of the ins and outs that go into putting something like that on. And like none of these guys know that hundreds of events I've had fail. And I've had successful events lined up where I have a great turnout and I drive across Florida get there and I get rained out, you know, yeah. or like I sleep in a parking lot the night before my next event after having run an event, like sweaty and get <laughs> up to go to another one, you know, like nobody, nobody cares and they yeah, shouldn't, they're right. the ones paying to play, but it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of work. I've noticed, I've noticed that today's society tends to, to point before they look more often than not to, and, I don't understand why that is. Yeah. Because it's uh, arguably, if you think you can do it better, my question to you is why haven't you yet? Yeah. Why did you need to come to my event to tell me that you could do it better to then spark some kind of magical moment in your life? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, any, anyone that, that, I mean, once I can't, I've always thought I can do it better. Like anytime I see, another wiffle ball league of course i think to myself well they're not doing it right you know <laughs> yeah. of, obviously i think that so i can't really blame anybody for wanting to try and do their own thing it maybe like hurts my feelings a little bit like just keep playing with me like this is right, right. but i'm you know <laughs> i i can't um i can't blame or or hold it against anybody that would want to go and try and start the thing. And that, of course, has happened. Like, I've had participants that maybe I wasn't hosting enough events for them or they felt they could do it better. Like, I, it happens. People go yeah. and try and yeah. do it. The ability to overcome and move forward from those situations, though, is probably the most important. And, and it seems, I know that, I'm not sure if it's the same with you, but for me, it seems like I feel like I finally found this all right, this gets me through these moments. And then a new moment comes up and I've got to adapt and come up with a whole new way to put a smile on my face and walk yeah. forward. It's like you an ever-changing battle in life. That word adapt is so powerful because 
it's in order for, I think me or any business to survive, being able to adapt is so important. When, when COVID hit in 2020, it crushed me because I, for a year, was shut down from running events. Would call right. park departments to schedule them. They said we can't. We're not hosting events right now. It's a public event. COVID. Yeah. We don't know when we're going to be open yet. At the same time, it was around that time when I posted that first viral video on TikTok, and I got yeah. a ton of attention. And people wanted to buy this product from me. So yeah. making that pivot from hosting events to like producing this product and selling strike zones, um, it was an adaptation. And now that I guess they say COVID's over, who knows? The <laughs> the new thing is that people's mindsets have changed. Those people that yeah. were playing with me, they, you know, are either older, maybe changed jobs, lived somewhere else, had a family. Those are all things that change or affects their decision making on whether or not they're gonna come play in my event. So mm-hmm. adapting and you know, I'm not starting fresh, but right. constantly having to find a new way to new connect participants. With yeah, new ways to connect with people, new forms of entertainment, new ideas to get them back out there and get them excited about playing again. The adaptation is like never ending. And I, I you know, I guess that's something that if you can't accept that that is, um, you know, part of the game if you're not able to accept that uh the the uncertainty and the unknown unknowns then just don't get into it at all because it's right. it's not gonna be just sunshine and rainbows i don't think ever you know yeah. so yeah figuring adapt adaptation that's <laughs> a good word yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something in the, in the military it, it's our whole life I was army infantry for a little while and uh, adapting to the next situation was always on our mind. Adapting to whatever's coming next is always on our mind and being able to take that with life, adapting in your conversation, adapting in your food, you know, it just so much, but in business, even more so. You, yeah. You originally have this plan, and a lot of people get upset about plans, but one of the coolest things I find with a plan is that it can change. But a goal without a plan will only ever be a dream. So unless you have an adapting plan with your goal, I'm sorry, it's just a dream. And your goals have adapted wonderfully, my friend. And I'm very excited to see that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And thank you for your service. I appreciate that, too. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But now all of your information can be found on the backyard website and yep. your backyard website also. Yeah. Backyardrule.com is the website and all of our social media feed is at backyard rule. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok are the main ones that we're on. And um, rule spelled R U L E. That's correct. Singular R U L E. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Nate, man, do you got anything else you would like to add? The conversation has been fantastic. I I greatly uh, appreciate your time. Fun. I know Pat is okay. You guys are where? In are you in Wisconsin? Where yeah. you Wisconsin? Yeah. Okay, so that's a little bit north of us. Um, yeah. 
I think the only thing I would like to add is that I'm working on expanding. I would love to take this further than just Florida. So okay. if anybody out there in Wisconsin or in that area is curious to hear how we could do that, reach out to me because I'm in the early stages of planning like a little tour around Florida. And if that goes well, the longer term plan is for me to Expand go further. Yeah. Yep. Go on a tour a little bit awesome. further, a couple different states with the end goal of finding um, potential rep representatives to host events um, yeah. where we could team up and help each other out. That would be fantastic. Absolutely. And we will, we will do our part in that also. Yeah. We will search around and look for anybody who is interested because this is something that needs to come to Wisconsin. Absolutely. I, oh, I, am, parked, I am parked at a park, right? I'm parked at a park. Sport and there's a park on the other the side of the park. There's parks everywhere around me, Nate, and oh, they're yeah. all green and looking. There's no looking snow on the ground. Oh, no. No, 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 no. is it over? Oh, oh yeah. Well, we, you got to go about four hours north, four yeah. or five hours north. They still got yeah. snow. We, we get sp our spring starts usually around the end of March, beginning of April. Like it's usually green around here. We're on that like just below that snow belt, so we, yeah, starts to get warm. It's a beautiful thing when that that like gray, depressing winter breaks and the blue <laughs> yeah, sky comes yeah, yeah. out. The first thing, oh, yeah. I'm not I too mean, far I, away from coming down there for the winters, don't you? <laughs> Florida is so nice. I, I'm in St. Augustine, Florida, so it's. Yeah. One of the most, it's as northeast as you can get, just about. And yeah. so it still gets a little bit cold, but not like where you have to go out and start your car 15 minutes before you leave cold. It just gets like cold enough where you can be in jeans, but also a t shirt and be well, like, my, my son lives in Tampa, so I'll tell him to hit you up. He's 16, so he's probably got some friends around that area that go over there and freaking play some baseball. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love to that. Yeah. But. No, nah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on. This is well, thank you for coming. We appreciate everything. Yeah. Awesome. We'll keep in touch because we'll, we'll want to do a follow up story later on in the season. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Patrick, Charles, this is awesome, guys. Thank right. you so much. Well, You're very you welcome, Nate. Thank you so much. Many blessings to you and your family, my friend. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, go click, subscribe, absolutely download, and, uh, Make sure if you listen to this audio, at least do a like and rate us and maybe type a little something out, a little sentence or something, what you do, you don't like. Just give us a little plug, you know, that helps yeah. us out a lot. Please click on the stars, man. Yeah. Click on yeah. the stars or well, woman or yeah. whoever or whatever. She, or he, what, it, what, whatever. It, you know, however that works. It's 2023. Do your thing. Whatever. It, it bumps us up. The ratings bumps us up on. Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Audible, wherever you guys listen to us at. I mean, it helps us get up there because uh, the, the higher we get, the better the guests will be. So, much so you better. know. Until then, we love you all. Thank you all so much for the support. It's been fantastic. And what a wild ride. Right. What was that one website again? Just random plug for no reason? Jimbrainstetter.com? Jimbrainstetter.com. Thank you guys so much. Good night. Thanks for hanging out with the boys in the woods.